But as soon as and we are now live, my brother. If you want to sing that for the crowd one more time, so they understand. I get high. I get high <laughs> off your memory. Hey, so and with that, y'all, Big Best West will be back in the building. Uh, it is a half victory, half loss Tuesday. Uh, what we watch and celebrate. Um, before we get started, uh, make sure on the usuals, y'all follow Big Best Sports on all your social media platforms, and then we are also live on all your podcast platforms as well. We do appreciate everybody for uh, tapping in with us on all the social media platforms, on all the YouTubes and stuff like that. But we're not going to spend too much time on that, we're going to get ready to because we got a lot to say, and I know he got a lot to say, I know I got a lot to say, but we don't want to go over the, the 40 minute threshold. So with that being said, I got to say, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With with that being said, um, let let let's get the let's get the bad out the way first. Let's let's attack the ugly. Let's attack the ugly right out the gate. And I think the ugly would be um the seventeen fourteen loss that the Steelers took this weekend um to the New England Patriots. Um, uh, real quick, if if uh if y'all don't mind, I, I will rattle off some game stats for us real fast. Just to paint a quick picture, so so everybody could understand what the bad is is about to be that we're gonna get started. Line. Yes, yeah, yeah, very well said. So everybody can understand where the frustration lies here in about the next sixty seconds when we begin to let it off. So we lost to the to the Patriots seventeen fourteen. In this seventeen fourteen ball game, we had two hundred and forty three yards of total offense. 243 yards of total offense, okay? We had 4.2 yards per play. We had an amazing 152 passing yards. We had an amazing 91 rushing yards. And I think it, it is now, before I even, before we get in the rant started, let's start the rant like this. Let's start the frustration like this. Let me ask you. Is the problem more, because I know it's a little bit of both, is the problem more Matt Canada or is the problem more Mitch Trubisky? Uh, since I, I'm, Mitch had a quote, bro, I guess he was talking to ESPN. Now, this boy ain't froze the whole time. That being said, bros. The, hey, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Start back from the top. You froze. Mitch oh, had yeah, a quote. I'm back with you. I'm back with you. Back with you. But uh, basically, yeah. Mitch had made the statement, uh, I think it was either yesterday or today, just basically saying, like, I want to throw the ball down the field. That's how I play football, pushing the ball, moving the ball. So with him saying that, it must mean the blame lies on Matt Canada, bro. Is you're not dialing mm-hmm. up the plays to make him feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. You feel me? With Ben, with Ben, you had you had a select few plays you could call because of the movement he allowed to give you. Bro, Mitch can move. Dial up anything. Like, literally right. dial it up, bros, and give him an opportunity to showcase what he can do. Because I will tell you this. This is my biggest frustration with everything. Gee, we have two touchdowns in eight quarters of football. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous, bro. Hey, that is that's embarrassing. Yeah, that's two embarrassing. offensive touchdowns in eight quarters of football. We have a problem. Houston, we have Pittsburgh, we have a problem, bro. Y'all gonna have to start dialing some plays up to where we can score some points. The defense can't do it for us every night. The defense played a hell of a game against the Patriots. I'll give him quite, I'll be quite honest with you. They the 17 Cam, points. I think Cam Sutton could have made that pick. He could have made that pick and have been a right. whole different game than us right. muffing a punt. But the defense played lights out, bro. We cannot – they've held two teams now under 20 points. 
under 20. Under 20. Like, and I'm watching on. the Bills score 40 every night. Damn, that literally means – and then they've scored once for us damn near both games. Bro, all y'all have to do is score two to three times. The Falcons are scoring touchdowns over there. Detroit is scoring touchdowns. NY is scoring touchdowns. The Jets put up 31. <laughs> damn, why have we only had two touchdowns throughout eight quarters of football? It just doesn't make sense to me. So as you ask that question, bros, I will put all the blame, not even 90-10. I will throw 100% of the blame on Matt Canada, bros, because I know if you put Kenny Pickett in this situation, you'll have Kenny Pickett looking the same way. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Team, we've been watching this since Todd Haley left. Since the Killer B turnover. And Ty Haley got out of town. And for whatever reason, whatever reason, Mike Tomlin decided he wanted to go full with Matt Canada. Peep, the offense has looked extremely pedestrian. We have been doing this for years now. This is it, 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 it and, and to me, that's why what you said is exactly right. The the blame goes a hundred percent on the on, on Matt Canada because we watch it now with Mitch Trubisky. We watched it last year with Ben. We watched it the year before with Mason Rudolph, and we know Mason Rudolph has limitations. We understand that. But we still saw the offense just look very, very, very pedestrian. We struggled to move the football. You know and to me – If go I ahead. Can you off real quick, bros. And we saw when Ben was be- – uh, I, I, He did freeze again, but I know what he is about to say. Yep. When Ben, when when ben, ben was, was being – We was moving that football, bro. Yep. He was moving that football. We played good football in the fourth quarter and third quarter games because Ben was the captain. Yep. Canada might, this might be his last year, bro. This might be his last game. But I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I, I'm, not trying to watch another 15 games of, of 17 one points. touchdown a game. Yeah, like we can't beat teams with the defense holding the 17 points. But what are we doing? Bro, what it, are just, we- it, it, it comes to a point, bro, where you have too much talent on the offensive side of the football, I understand the offensive line is not great. They're not pathetic. They're not as – at least in pass protection. Let me say that. They are pathetic in, in, in the run game. Pass protection, they're not that bad, right? Yet, with all the talent, with the pass protection not being completely hot shit, and a quarterback who has capabilities, we've seen Mitch Trubisky play solid football before. We see Tua playing solid football right now in Miami – once you get somebody dialing up the right plays, as you harped on earlier, Matt Kennedy is not dialing up the plays. He actually don't even have no fucking service. No, bros. It looks like we need to give Joe Brady the call and ask Joe Brady if he can come be the guy for us because we know what that Joe, Bra- Joe Brady bro. Like. Or, or I'm just something. very disappointed in Matt Canada, bros. I'm tremendously disappointed in him. I think George Pickens has something like six targets, five targets in two games. Well, well, now let me let me let me let me make another point real quick, not to cut you off, but another point real quick on just to show how sorry Matt Canada is. If I'm not mistaken, bros, when 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 Mike Tomlin got to Matt Canada, he was at Penn State, already in the state. But that was another stop for him. He was somewhere before he was at Penn State, and he was let go because with all the talent that he had on the field, the offense looked very pedestrian, and that was at LSU. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why in the fuck I got his continuously be tied to Matt Canada, but I've had enough of this shit. And, I, 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 
Matt. That's how you, we could just really give you that real pinpoint expertise on it. You feel me now? Bro. It wasn't only in the Pittsburgh Bros. LSU was not moving the ball under Matt Canada as well. You feel me? So and, it, and we see the talent that LSU possesses. We see the guys that come from LSU and make impacts in the NFL. These are guys that were under Matt Canada's coaching, guys that did not participate in moving the football on offense when they played for him. So it, it, it's a reoccurring theme, and, and I've had enough of it, bros. I, it's too much. To, I understand Mr. Trubisky is not Patrick Mahomes, but like you did, the goddamn Jets scored 31. With Joe Flacco. Come on, With Pim. Joe Flacco, fam. Chill Come out. On, Come on, Pim. Which Chill one of the Jets out. receivers is better than Deontay Johnson, bro? Oh, no, that one boy. That one, that Garrett Wilson boy? Garrett Wilson, nice kid, and, and he yeah, will be, but as of right now, he's not better than Deontay. Well, no, bro, he's on pace to put up Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase numbers. Chill. I don't have no hate in giving niggas their credit. We was talking highly on Justin and Jamar. I'm a, He's on pace to break their record. Yeah, yeah people. Tua is on pace for like 62, 6,300 yards passing right now, people. You put Probably me in not going to happen. Be successful. I'm going I'm I'm to stay on topic, but you put me in a good position to be successful. I'm just saying Garrett Wilson, he played whatever. That's his name. I hear you. I hear you. But, bro, Matt Canada, if we come out there and put up another under 21-point game, fam, well, then it's about time for us to give you the boo. I know it's not going to happen. It's a fairy tale to ask for. But we cannot – like, what more do y'all need to see? Well, I was going to say, I don't understand why it would be a fairy tale. I mean, damn, are, are we just going to continuously come out here with mediocre offenses? Because it, it, uh, it does it – does, at that point, if you do let go of Matt Canada, somebody who – has been working the offense the whole spring camp. You feel me? He was trying to get us adjusted. And then we come out here and fire him three games in. I almost feel like that's a tank the season. No, 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 no. Not necessarily, bros, because what you do is somebody that that is already on the staff that ha probably has better ideas, it ain't like you got to come in and, and rewrite the moon. Uh, Pip, come in and call some fucking better plays. Pip, scheme up some better fucking plays. That's right. We, we have two deep down. We have two deep field threats. We have a quick re receiver. We have an elite out the backfield running back. You feel me? Like, why are we a not solid tight end? Like a solid tight bro. We have the pieces too. And Mitch is not terrible. Bro. I don't care. He do hold that ball along. His progressions are a little slow. But Mitch is not a terrible quarterback, bro. If you put right. him in a position to be successful, I do. If if Mitch was the Patriots quarterback, he'd be successful. Mm, I don't know the picture. I think bro, he go out there and win football games. Mm. I do think it's completely Matt Canada, bros, because now we've seen two years in a row. Well, really seen two years in a row, at least let me say that even with Ben, it wasn't just Ben, it looked like. It looks like the play calls are just not there to be successful. Nobody no. could be successful. Patrick Mahomes couldn't be successful with these play calls, bros. They're so elementary. And the players are like you said, Mitch Trubisky. I didn't know Mitch had said something about it, but Deontay Johnson says something about it. Uh, George Pickens is so fed up. And like you said, the the measly maybe six targets he's gotten this season, he didn't even want to talk to the media after the game on, on Sunday. You know what I mean? Like, it, it that makes no sense, bro, that you got a player like George Pickens and we can't get him no targets. Well, you can't get no targets because it's consistently three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. So you're not really on the field. Like, let me see something. You're not possessing the football. Let me see a play call. I will say in the first game, bro, we had the little uh, the little pitch back or whatever, and that was a good play call. It got us. It didn't get us to the touchdown. I think we got down to the ten yard line, but that was a good play call. I was like, oh shit, Matt Canada, you might be opening up the book. But boy, was I wrong. Boy, not hundred percent. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Right back to elementary bass football, bros. And it's like you can't beat teams like that. Our defense is world class. I heard the commentator say, is Mitch Trubisky going to be wasting this world class defense? Shit. Because it's world class. Well, bro, and it's not, again, it's not Mitch Trubisky wasting it. It's Matt Canada. It's like, bros, you watch other football games and you watch other football teams and you watch other offenses and you see the plays that they're calling, you see the schematics and you see the, 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 the ideals of what they're trying to run, and you watch it formulate and come to life, and then you watch a rerun, and exactly, it looks like boys is calling middle school offenses. Like, he, I be watching the Chiefs look like, it, the Chiefs be creating works of art on the goal line. And we out here just dialing up the most basic halfback dives and, and, and corner fades that's not working. Like, we got... Athletes. Chase Claypool is an athlete. George Pickens is an athlete. Deontay Johnson is a top-class wide receiver. Like, bro, that, that's unacceptable. And I really, uh, really, really do hope that we do not have to watch this for 15 more football games this year. That would really be very disappointing. That would be very disappointing to waste all, not only the defensive talent, but the offensive talent as well. You're banging up Najee body for no reason. Yeah, like, you couldn't wear and tear on God's body for nothing. It's disgusting, and it's just embarrassing to watch, bros. It's embarrassing to see teams like the Dallas Cowboys come out here and, and dial up offenses with second-string quarterbacks. You feel me? It's embarrassing to see 50-year-old Joe Flacco coming out here putting up 31 points. It's, it's embarrassing to watch, bros, knowing that my club has had two touchdowns in eight quarters of football. Bro, that is absurd. I don't care how you put it. That is absurd. Boys do more than that on, on four-minute quarters in the man. Put them more touchdowns in there on, on the all-man. Touchdown, like, that's when you really got to dial it in and, like, just recollect and think about, like, what's really going on, you feel me? Like, are we really out here trying to win football games? Like, do we really got Steeler pride? Like, what is the what is the motivation to come out here and do anything? I don't know. Two touchdowns in eight quarters, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Me, you, and the homies could go do that. And you took the words out my mouth. <laughs> I was just going to say, bro, me hey. and the homies could go lace up and put up two touchdowns and eight. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Lucky. Nigga, there should be an opportunity for you to at least get lucky one time and throw a touchdown, run for a touchdown, break a hole. Damn, we can't even get lucky. No. And, and bros, it's, it's one of those things where – Again, it's a reoccurring theme, and now I think it's really starting to be put on display. And I think with every game that the offense looks mediocre, Matt Canada's seat gets a little bit hotter with each game. And I do think eventually at some point that seat is going to burn down. I do not – because I don't see him turning it around. Obviously, when you, when you show me who you are, that's who you are. Matt Canada, you showed me. You are a very, very pedestrian offensive coordinator. You, you, you were really getting it done at the collegiate level. Um, you're definitely not getting it done here at the professional level. Uh, guy, maybe high school is where you belong, and there's no offense to that, but the no. league is just not for you, bros. We can see with the plays that are being called. And so I, I don't see Matt Canada turning it around, and I do think it is from Steelers fans and the, the, the media, and obviously now it's really starting to become a problem because it's starting to ooze out from the locker room. The players are becoming frustrated with the plays being called. You 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 can't operate like that, but for so long, until eventually Mike and 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 um, 
um, Omar going to have to make a decision. Well, bro, I also want to say I want to put the point in that Mitch actually looked really good when it was time to, like, go score points. Like, on the touchdown drive that we actually so dearly needed, he looked good because he was given the opportunity to throw that football and make some plays happen. You feel me? Believe in his arm. I don't know what's going on with Matt Canada, bro. Uh, that, the, the seat is on fire. His ass is on fire. He it has to be. It has to Anywho. be. It has to be. Anywho, uh, shout out to the defense, though. Um, they showed up again. They showed out, even without T.J. Watt. Uh, the Patriots offense ain't shit to write home about, obviously, but def- outside of Akella Witherspoon uh, and, and Akella, brother, he's got to tip your cat to that man. You know what no. I mean? Yeah. No, 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 no. Bro, you got to go get the ball. The ball yeah. is not going to fall in your hands, fam. Go get I'm it. Feeling go, go I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you. Turn it to the receiver. He just it. held his hands out like the ball was just going to come right to him. Like there wasn't another dude fighting for the ball with him. Like the other homie was just going to say, okay, you can have it. It's on you. Fam, okay. he, he, he was supposed to get that. He was supposed to pick that or get a hand on that. What are you doing just trying to let the ball fall in your hand, bro? Make a play on the ball. I couldn't believe what I was watching when I seen that. I could not believe it, bro. He literally stuck his hands out like, like homie was dropping into his bread basket. Didn't even make no contact. Didn't even try to make no – just let it happen. I was – bro, I was so disgusted. Watch, I was so disgusted. I could not believe it. I, well, I didn't know the, I didn't know the play was that bad. Uh, well, I did not believe what I was watching, bros. He literally just thought the ball was going to fall into his hands, like the homie Nelson Aguilar was. He he was not going to make no attempt at the football, no attempt. He didn't want it. Couldn't believe what I was watching, bro. That's disappointing to hear, especially because I got such high hopes for Keller Witherspoon. I oh, I was I like just... him to be a solid nickel, uh, uh, a solid replacement for Mike Hill. Yeah, because I was disgusted. Yeah, so we're gonna see. Uh, we got Thursday night. Hey, where you uh, you work Thursday night? I do. That's it. I do. I That's do. Sick. I'm honestly, bros, to be so real with you, the squad gonna have to win me over, bros. I'm never gonna miss a game fully. I'm gonna still be tapped in, but bro, I, I, I'm gonna really need to see something from these boys. You feel me? I can't just be not going to work on Sundays, watching y'all play, you feel me, and losing and then just having a poor Sunday because y'all suck and only put up two touchdowns or one touchdown. Nah, bro. So I'm going to need to see something for me to be calling off on work, you feel me, uh, to watch them steal the football before that happened. Loud and clear, bro. It's odd. Much respect for that, people. I'll sign on the phone when I can, you feel me? Hey, nah, nah. I feel it. I feel it. Uh, I'll definitely be tapped in uh, uh, another uh, three weeks in, another AFC North football game. Uh, with the Browns who blew a 13-point lead in two minutes, dear word. Uh, you have to play these boys. I ain't going to lie to you. Um, I'm not scared. I just know the offense is not going to do shit. So I know it's going to be a game where it's going to be 20 to 20. Are we going to kick the last field goal to win the game? Not like, even like you no, know, bros. I'm gonna be real. I think this is a game where the defense is gonna let down too, bros. Again, it's strictly just not having TJ Watt, Devin Bush. This is not gonna be a game where you you missing the gaps, bros. Like you're not filling your gaps. You feel me? This is gonna be a game where Nick Chubb is coming in that hole hard. You feel me? Kareem Hunt coming in that hole hard. And without having TJ Watt, bros, I just think it's gonna be so hard for us to stop the run game. 
Uh, it, it, it obviously showed that it's very hard for us to get to the quarterback without him. I don't think we had a sack last week. Um, it seemed, it shows how much contribution he shows. Uh, so, yeah, bros, if we're not getting to the quarterback, if we're not stopping the run, you feel me? It, we obviously can't score pig. It'll probably be a slow afternoon for us, a very slow Thursday night out. It will probably, real shit, real shit, if I'm, if no joke, we'll probably get exposed to the world for what we really are. <laughs> real shit, I'm not even joking, but we'll probably get exposed. Hey, chill out. I, it's no hate on us, bro. We a gritty team, bros. We always going to come to play, the defense at least. But, bro, I'm just being for real. Damn, we didn't have a sack. We didn't have a sack. Not one, bros. So it's just going to – we got teams just going to really see, bros. Teams is going to really see. They can't score the football, so fuck it. Hi, Smith. What was up, bro? Well, bros, it just goes to show. When I seen he had three sacks, I said, damn, did he really have three sacks that first game? No, bros. He really did not have three sacks, bro. TJ is out here making plays happen for everybody and their mother. At Cam Hayward, you talk about you and Aaron Donald. You want to be respected like Aaron Donald? Well, show me. Bro, you did not apply no pressure to the QB, fam. Did not get one sack without 90 on your left, fam. Get out of here. Get out of here. Stop talking all this. Show me first. Show me. Nobody's showing me anything. Mike T is low-key starting to lose a little bit of my respect as well. Relax. No, bro, for real. Because we look like a pitiful team. But I'm going to let you go, bros. I'm going to let you go because we look like a pitiful team. But you got me animated now. We held them to 17 points at the end of the day, and we held Jordan. With no sacks. With no. I hear you, bros. We still gave up only 17 points, regardless of no sacks. We didn't give up points. You understand? The Ravens gave up 28 in the fourth fucking quarter. We gave up 17. And I, I hear what you're saying, brother. I hear what you're saying, but frustrating. Anyway, just frustrating. yeah, yeah. Well, look, I'm I'm a lighten the mood up for you, brother. Uh, you know, obviously it was a uh, was a somber Sunday, fucking around with the Steelers. Uh, not only the Steelers, but bets that went sideways. Uh, we'll talk about that towards the end. But um, it was a very, 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 very good fucking Saturday, and I probably should have stopped while I was ahead. But Saturday was just good all around. Um, LSU uh, at home got the better of Mississippi State. Um, a game in which they started very, very, very slow. Um, I think it was, bro, a little over two minutes left in the second quarter, and Mississippi State had scored and, to make it 13 0. And we were looking very, very, very subpar. Mm-hmm. Offensively, it, it was another one of the same with the Steelers. It was like the defense playing good football, b- but the offense is three and out, three and out, three and out. Couldn't move it. Jay Daniels, you got Brian Kelly. You're looking at Brian Kelly all night. Five, come on, five. What you got? Five, five. Boy, just turn your fucking hips when you throw the football. Like you could see him just yelling, coach, trying to coach him up from the sideline, getting frustrated with him. And in that first half, I'm just looking like, oh, God, where is Joe? Where is Joe when you need him? And to close out that second half, we kind of got into the hurry up. And in that hurry up, we had a couple players make big plays, but mainly the quarterback who I was a little skeptical on, he really started making plays, obviously the majority of which with his feet. 
but he made a lot of plays on that last drive in the first half mm-hmm. to get us at 17-13. And then from there, we really proceeded to beat the dog shit out of Mississippi State. Um, the offense turned it up in the second half. Um, they came out and put up 24 points in the second half. Um, the defense turned up. They only gave up three points in the second half. It was a really, really phenomenal, phenomenal showing from LSU, especially in an SEC ball game, especially in an SEC ball game in which you started out slow and y'all could have folded. Y'all, y'all could have tossed in y'all towel when it was 13 nothing. The offense wasn't moving the ball. The defense could have said, what the hell with this and checked out. The offense ain't doing shit. Why we, you know what I mean? Or the offense could have checked out, you know, blah, blah, blah. But they didn't, and I'd like to give them credit for that. And I think this could be the start of something. I don't want to get too, too ahead of myself. But, bro, I was just watching the team. There's a couple of players I want to give a shout-out to. I know I'm talking a lot right now, but I'm going to let you get in with this. First player I would like to give a shout-out to is that boy Jay Ward. Pim, that ball tackled his ass off. Oh, my. I love to. Pim, what you say, bro? You risk it all. Pim, oh, whoa. That pit when that ball put his hands on you, bro. You got to meet that grasp. You promise you that. And so I, I, I was very, 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 very impressed with Jay Ward and 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 the game he put on display. Um, the things he put on tape. I think NFL teams would love that open field tackling, um, shutting down screen plays right at the at the point of attack, getting in the backfield and shutting down run plays. Um, it, it was just a beautiful thing to see from a cornerback. Uh, second person I'd like to give a big shout out to is BJ Ojolari. Mm-hmm. Hey, ooh, woo! Brother, when you see somebody that got that yeah to him, brother, that gets to the quarterback on it, people. Obviously, not none of these type guys, brother. Not no Michael Parsons, not no TJ Waddle, nothing like that, brother. But could be. Hey, hey young brother, shit. right now, real shit. LSU, he give me Devin White vibes. Like real hey, talk. BJ Ojolari. Me- well, no, Just let me take a look at it. every play. Bro, it's, it's the third play I was going to say. He actually gave me Devin White vibes. The third play I'm going to give a shout-out to. Peanut Boy Harold Perkins Jr. Oh, <laughs> whoa. Good God, boy. True freshman, my word. Mm-hmm. Hey, I was just watching these boys play defense. And Mississippi State offense is not trash. You feel what I'm saying? Mississippi State, they've been putting their pieces together for a minute now. And this was supposed to be. They year to be a 10-11 win team. You know what I'm saying? And they came to Death Valley, and they was moving the football. It was, you know, they were starting the game. It looked like they had the better of us. And they did for 28 minutes. 13 nut. The next 32 minutes, people, 31-3. Smack the, smack the living dog shit out of those men. I will so, say, bro, throughout all that, I take away the negatives throughout the game, bros, because that's what I'm like. That's a game that we should have won. You come when we in Death Valley, that's a game that we need to have. Right. So I'm, I'm looking at the negatives, bro. I'm looking at the negatives. I hate I hate the fact that they say so often, well, Jaden Daniels is most comfortable, he's most efficient, most effective in the hurry-up offense. That's what they say all the time, and that's where we see his production at, is in the hurry-up offense. So why isn't that our philosophy more, more often than not? Great question. Why are, we not, why are we not just playing hurry-up offense football? Why is he getting over there and we're hiking the ball with five seconds left? I forget who was commentating or calling the game. But they said when he hikes the ball before 15 seconds, he's a very efficient quarterback. But when you wait, you settle down, you let the defense get ready, you're looking over to Brian Kelly, seeing what's going on. 
Well, that's where we lose our efficiency. So let's play hurry up offense. Let's make the nigga feel comfortable. You feel me? Let's put him in his best environment to be successful. Secondly, makes the most sense. I'll take away our offensive line is poo. Is poo. Is poo. No. No, they are, bro. I'll just be No, quiet. no. They're not the best in the world. They're not poo, though. Okay, my bad, my bad. I'm going to take that back. They're not poo, but they will not hold up in SEC war. Well, this no. Game the, the Mississippi State, in Mississippi State, the reason we won that game low-key is because in the second half, bro, we did win the battle of the trenches. Well, and let me tell you why that is, though. Let me tell you why that is. And again, I'm going to go back to it, bro. Mike Denbrock. The offense you ran in the American Conference, bro, you cannot run that in the SEC. You do not have all that time in the pocket, bro. Ain't no offensive line holding up in the SEC for that long, bro. Like, no, you, you're not doing that shit when you play the the, the DNs that, that come from Alabama and, and Florida and Georgia. You, bro, absolutely not. But that's the problem. He runs this offense where the plays take so long to develop. The wide receivers are running such deep routes. It's never just like, like, bro, think about it now. I've said it multiple times. Last year, year before, bro, I, it was a constant. We're seeing Kayshawn Boutte just take a slant, 75 yards, mm-hmm. 50 yards. I ain't seen that one time. I ain't seen the boy catch the ball running across the face of the – the simple shit. And that's what I be saying, bro, to, to, not to get too far off subject, but if you look at the two best quarterbacks that played the game, Peyton Man and Tom Football, Tom Football, might as well be his name, Peyton Man and Tom Brady, they never make the shit too difficult, bro. It ain't nothing to be checked down, Charlie. Throw the ball right in front of my face and let the boy who run the 4-3 speed run the 4-3. Like, that's what you're running for. I don't need to make it complicated by throwing you the ball 50 yards down the field. I'm going to throw it to you five yards in front of our face, much more efficiency, much much better chances of pitch and catch and that actually happening, reception. And then from there, letting you run the 4-3 to 4-4. Make a man miss. Make a play. That's, That's what they're here for. And we're we not even giving our, our, our special uh, – our players opportunities to do that, you feel? No. Like Kayshawn Boutte, I would understand his frustration. Absolutely. I would understand his frustration. Zach I want to Boutte. give a shout-out to him too, though, actually. Yeah, yeah for, sure. Uh, for sure. He stepped up. He stepped up. Especially after the hate he was receiving week one. Especially after the hate he received week one. Um, muffing those two punts. And obviously that was huge. But after the hate he received week one. Uh, that that was big for Malik Neighbors. I think I that, that was big. He needed no hate, but he might have needed a little smack on the back of the head. Like, no, shit. Thousand, you, you no, no. Like? I mean, he could even use a little hate, but the the extent into which most people yeah. took it. Uh, I, was, I was overall very proud of him. Uh, I'm not really too confident in Jaden Daniels' arm. If I'm being just, his no. IQ, his reads for the game. Uh, I I'm not gonna hate, bro. If if you taking off on your feet is what's gonna win us football games, by all means, do it. Right. But these other players out here, they trying to play football too. You feel me? They trying to get to the field too. You feel me? Hey, Sean Butte trying to raise his stock. I play wide receiver, brother. And I'm going to throw, I need to throw me that bitch. If I'm not, if I'm being quite honest with you, okay, Sean Butte probably a second, third round pick right now. Well, no, people, because I think at the end of the day, NFL scouts have already seen, they already know yeah, what type of time K. Sean Butte like are. That. Coming off an injury like that, and we ain't really seen nothing. Yeah, I, people they ain't gonna I, see I, it from him when he had I his pro day. I wouldn't know who he was. I wouldn't know who he was. Well, brother, look, 
Y'all fuck around and don't pick Keyshawn Boutte in the first round to see if the Steelers don't pick that man up. Because you know we would. We would. You know Fight. So y'all fuck around. First, honestly, if it wasn't no bullshit. No, 100%. But I, nah, we better not do that, though. What y'all need to do also, is... I, but I, one thing I will say I really did love to see, I really, really did love to see, was I finally saw some expression out of Brian Kelly. When the camera was yep. on his face, bro, it wasn't just that blank stare into nothing. Right. He was actually, He was actually... Giving some expression, showing some emotion, you feel me? And the guys need that. You no, 100%. Me? No, bros, this is SEC play. Everything is going to be very gritty, very grimy, you feel me? So we're going to need a leader to look to. Brian Kelly, bro, you are going to have to be that. I think I think this was uh, this was big for him right here. You know, his first SEC matchup uh, went up against a good head coach of Mike Leach over at Mississippi coach. State. Hell of a coach, a, a tenured coach, um, and he got a victory. Um, and now this week, you know, obviously you can't take your foot off the gas, but you get a little lighter opponent in New Mexico um, at home again as well. So, obviously, we would like for you all to come out and handle business. LSU's 31-point favorites. I ain't telling you to bet on LSU. Probably can, but I ain't telling you to bet on LSU. Um, I would just like to make sure you all come out and handle your business. Um, and then the week after that, I think we see Auburn, and that's when the slate really – you know, locked down. So you got one more week to kind of iron out the kinks. You know what I mean? Before it's really, really that time where you know, you know it's, it's time to meet the road. Dude. Feel me? That's like, that's true trenches. You feel me? Every every game is gonna be in the trenches. Won or lost in the trenches. You got New Mexico this week at home, brother. Then look, you got Auburn on the road, mm. Tennessee at home, Florida mm. on the road, at Ole Miss at home. Alabama at home, Arkansas on the road. Good God almighty. Yeah, Alabama at home this year. Yeah. Bro, we've already discussed this. We I kind of forgot about that, though. Yeah, we have plane tickets. Yeah, we was talking about getting tickets to the game. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not playing, bro. It's with or without y'all hey. might go through that shit. No, nah, bro. Hey, bro, 100%. Hey, no, bro. Outside of Auburn, South, we play, we play New Mexico, we play Auburn. Tennessee is ranked 11. Florida is ranked 20. Ole Miss is ranked 16. Alabama is ranked 2. Arkansas is ranked 10. That's five straight top 25 points. I think even in the – yeah, bro, it's really just about locking in right now because we got a very good chance at not even just making the college football playoffs. but uh, Doing some shit. Nah, nah, I just forgot. Georgia is, like, damn near unbeatable. No, right okay, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, you definitely just brought me back. I wasn't about to say we could potentially be, like, the number one team. Me too, me too, front. me too. They all hate me, like, Georgia's still out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, boy, hey, you brought me back to reality immediately as well because I was yeah. finna look. Boy, I was finna look. Sip on that Kool-Aid real fast, boy. Yeah. I was finna, <laughs> that lock. <laughs> Hey, I was going to sip on that locker room Kool-Aid boy, after one win against Mississippi State. <laughs> hey, boys, we so geeked and ready to go, boy. Hey, hey man, listen, I forgot Georgia played football. Ain't none of y'all fucking with Georgia. Y'all nah, because honestly, bro, Alabama don't really put no fear in my heart. I think nope. we got a good chance at going out there and at least yep. compete. You know if we don't win, yep. we got to compete. Well, bro, it's um, all about what the offense do. I'm going to be I, I, Again, I say, bros, the defense showed me a lot. I'm not going to doubt. I'm not going to doubt Bryce Young. I mean, I know that Texas game was a bad game. He was in a hell of an environment. Uh, it's, no, it's not going to be no different in Louisiana. I, I was going to say, I'm brother, that Valley going to be a happy at two two five. A hell of an environment as well. But as young ball body, the environment got to him. Uh, they probably went in there and underestimated Texas, like a lot of us did. Texas Agreed. is a hell of a football team, and I'm going to say that again. Uh, 
But yeah, bro, I'm not gonna underestimate Bryce Young. Uh, he was he was the Heisman for a reason last year. I know well, he no. don't have all the pieces around him. That running back right, is right, right. That no, 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 back no, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, it just mainly the receivers. They just and it's just mainly their receivers. They just don't have one of those, those guys that got that take the top off speed well, like Ruggs had, like Waddle had. I would much rather, or not much rather, but I would much more believe in Bryce Young to go win a close game against LSU than Jaden Daniels to go win a close game against Alabama, if I'm just being quite honest. And I agree with that. Still believe they can get it done, though. Oh, I still I believe they can get it done, bro. So I, 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 I'm coaching it. Yeah, but again, I say, bros, I keep harping on Brian Kelly's resume. All we can go on is your resume. All we can go on what the numbers on your resume say. And the numbers on Brian Kelly's resume says he coaches football. That's what it said when he was at whatever school when he first got his start. That's what it said when he went to Cincinnati. That's what it said when he went to Notre Dame. Brian Kelly, I know you're not about to forget how to coach football when you get out here in Baton Rouge. I, I know say, that's not about to be the case. I'm going to say that, but I'm going to also say let's just Nick Saban know how to coach football. Lane well, Kiffin. No know how to coach football. Bill Napier know how to coach football. Like, no, right, not I'm not the, saying they don't. You know, like, these coaches know how to coach, too. Gotta I'm not saying they don't. Got to come when was rocking around. Oh, no, I, and, and agree, agree. But all I'm saying is LSU, LSU is competing and busting some of y'all asses when we didn't have a coach. Again, I would say Les Miles not a coach. Ed Ogeron is not a coach. Ed Ogeron put together a great ensemble for one year, was not a coach. Les Miles won a national championship with Nick Saban's team, was not a coach. And y'all still competed. Y'all still put talent on the field. But that's because of the talent that just always goes to LSU. Brian Kelly is a coach. And I'm not saying that, you know, Nick Saban or or, 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 or Jimbo, even though Jimbo, when y'all lose this week to Arkansas, ooh, woo, peep, gonna get rowdy in College Station for you, brother. But anywho. Mm-hmm. It's not to say, you know, Mike Leach not a good coach. Uh, I can't think of my guy's name at Arkansas right now, but I, I love him as a head coach as well, what he's doing for the Arkansas program. I think his name is Sam something, uh, the coach at Arkansas. But, you know, Jimbo Fisher, a real good coach. Like you just said, Billy Napier just came from UL, real good coach. Uh, agree. Brian Kelly is a real good coach as well, though. And what I would tell y'all is I believe that on more often than not, Brian Kelly is probably going to put more talent on the field than y'all do naturally. So now it's just about execution, bro. It's all about, like you said, Brian, you doing what you got to do to pull the most out of the players that you have. And I, I seen this is the one thing I wanted. This is the one thing that I want to say about the game for Mississippi State, and, and we can close it on that unless you got something to add. But this is what I want to say. Last thing I want to say about the game and giving Brian Brian Kelly his kudos because he's the last person I want to give kudos to. And I think there's a lot to be said about it. When a team goes in the locker room and they come out of that locker room, whether they're playing football, basketball, hockey, whatever it is, whatever they are putting on display is speaking volumes to what the coach did or didn't do, said or didn't say in the locker room. And the two different LSU teams that came out the first 28 minutes of the game versus the second 32 minutes of the game was two totally different teams. The adjustments that were made by Brian Kelly and his staff at LSU at halftime have to be commended. You held Mississippi State to three points in the second half. Your offense that was absolutely stagnant and looked like – I was out here tweeting. I was fed up. 
I was making videos. I, I'm watching this side, but what the fuck? Is, y'all, y'all niggas stay in y'all dorms or something? Y'all forgot y'all had a game today? Not for real. And then all of a sudden, they go in the locker room where they get a good little drive, get a little momentum to end the half. They go in the locker room, and a good coach makes good adjustments. And I think Brian Kelly put that on display this weekend. And I don't know if it's been talked about. I don't know if, if it's if it's been given credit. But I think that speaks volumes. And, and a coach that exemplifies that all the time in another sport is Steve Kerr in basketball, which is why they are known as the third quarter Warriors. Because in the locker room, they make adjustments, bro. And the scariest quarter to have to see the Golden State Warriors in is when you walk out that locker room the second time. And so, Brian Kelly, round of applause for you. I hope you keep it up. Uh, you see New Mexico this week, people. And after that, brother, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey. And get real. Yeah, people find out what you're made of, brother. Mm-hmm. Find out what you're made of. Riggle. How you say that? People be in them deep waters, people. Mm-hmm. Foreign waters, my brother. Foreign. Foreign, brother. Yeah, Pete. This is far from that uh independent uh schedule you play, Pete. Let me be the one to tell you that, brother. No. This is not Wisconsin, Pete. This is not. Uh, although Auburn did just go out and get the shit beat out of them by Penn State. Health and everything, too. But, yeah, bro. It's time for the rubber to meet the road. No, I do hope we stay healthy. Uh, But last thing, uh, as we get up out of here, we had about the 40-minute mark. Um. I would just like to go over my bets from the weekend um, because it was a very, very long weekend um, that brought me very, very, very high and then brought me very, very, very low. So I'll be very quick and run through it with y'all. So I started Saturday. Um, First bet I had of the day Saturday was South Carolina's team under. Um, We were playing Georgia. That was easy. Second bet was Georgia minus 25 and a half. And I actually got that number late. I think that game opened at like 22 and a half, maybe. Um, maybe 23. I didn't get it till 25 and a half. Still covered that easily. Um, I had Michigan minus 30 and a half for the first half. Covered that easily. I had Ole Miss minus nine for the first half. Covered that easily. I had Ohio State minus 21 for the first half. They gave up 14. And still covered that easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just and, and so what I will tell y'all is it, when you're betting, when you're sports betting, it's all about finding an angle, all about finding it, it something that you can take advantage of. And to me, the thing that I found is in college football, there is just a large talent gap that you can really take advantage of. There are just a lot of teams that are so much better than the teams they play against. Like Bro, Ohio State gave up 14 points in the first half and still covered 21. They scored six touchdowns on all six of their first half possessions. P. Right. So Saturday I had a phenomenal day. I went eight for nine. The only thing I lost Saturday, um, I took Alabama first half, minus 33 and a half. And these fucking numbnuts decided they was going to give up one measly, sorry-ass touchdown to ULM. Of course, they wanted to do it in the first half because after that, they proceeded to beat the shit out of those men, 63-7. to They just wanted to not cover because they it was 35-7 at halftime. Y'all wouldn't have given that sorry-ass touchdown. Y'all would have covered. But anywho, it was a great day Saturday. I was out there with a shop, shop, shop. Call me Shannon. Shop, shop. I'm a shop. Had great play Sunday. 
And oh, did they ever eat the shit? I think the most the, the most sickest one was my lock. It was my lock of the week. It was the one I was telling everybody all week. And I'm in on this. Like this is in my head, easy money, easy. I just knew it. It was the Ravens minus three and a half. The who? And the whole time, the Ravens minus mm. three and a half. The whole time, I'm just watching the Ravens look. Get busy on the Dolphins, people. I'm at work, you know, and we got it on the screen. I where I come glancing up every so often. Four quarters of 35, 14 on the gap. Yeah, I got that when I hit that one. I knew that was going to be good. Making the, the Cardinals sin of counting my money before is good. But, I mean, damn, we have 21 in the fourth, people. I mean, the Cardinals sin. We have 21 in the fourth. Hey, I don't know what in the fuck the Ravens DBs decided they was going to hop on. But people was not playing no football, brother. Mm-hmm. They got outscored 28-3 to in the fourth quarter to lose by four to the Dolphins. So I had the Ravens minus three and a half. I was up 21. I was up 17 and a half on the number in the fourth quarter. That is three possessions. Um, and I did not cover that three and a half. Uh, secondly, I had a teaser in. Um, a three-team teaser. I had the Jags plus nine. I had the Panthers plus eight. And I had sorry-ass fucking Jameis plus eight and a half. And with six minutes left, this is a 3-3 ball game. It's a 3-3 ball game. Taking, yeah, but all right, we we looking like we to be in the catbird seat. Jameis come out here and start again. Show why the Buccaneers let his sorry-ass go. Yeah, I guess that LASIK surgery holler body got people with me some motherfucking magnifying glasses out there or something because niggas colorblind, bad. It's not even colorblind, but it's just decision-making. One of the, the pick six he threw, bros, it irritated me so much because it was a second and 15. Jameis tries to force this bullshit-ass ball into quadruple fucking coverage. Michael Thomas is running wide open right in front of you. It's second and 15. If you give the ball to Mike, people are going to be working with third and five. And it's just like, bros, you feel me? Just making bad decisions with the football. Not only costing your team the football game, but costing good, smart betters like me. Teasers on eight and a half points. Just a 3-3 ball game with six minutes left. And you lose by 17. Mm. Or or by 10, because you did score one sorry-ass touchdown. Then another thing that really fed me up in that game, so they get the ball back. They down 20 to 10, but they get the football back with maybe like two minutes left from like the 12-yard line. And I'm like, okay, we can still cover the teaser. Like, if we get in field goal range, they're going to attempt a field goal because that'll make it 20 to 13. You're going to need a field goal at some point. Anywho, kick the field goal, try to onside kick. They kick the field goal, make it. That's seven point I'll cover it eight now. Bros, Chris Olave catch the ball. He stumbled. His, hand, his arm hit the ground, his hand hit the ground, and to avoid his hand getting hurt, it looked like he let the ball go. It's a fumble. Now, mm. Pete, when Des Bryant did the exact same thing against the Cowboys, the ball didn't survive the ground. Chris Olave do it, it's a fumble. And I'm just like, bros, y'all, inconsistencies is costing people bread, G. Like, referees, zebra stripes, are y'all getting that? Roger Goodell, league commission officer. Oh, we understanding that, bros. Y'all, y'all inconsistent. One day it's a catch. The next day it didn't survive the ground. Pim, 
I don't know. Just after Sunday, bros, I was so deflated. I was in one of those I've never been in the NFL again moods. Fuck football. I'm over the season. The Steelers lost. All my tickets went to shit. All my, I had the Panthers plus two and a half on a straight bet. They lost. Sorry. Uh, it, it was just, it, it was a very overall frustrating Sunday. So Sunday rode a high or Saturday rode a high. Sunday went super duper low. But I will be back again this Saturday. Uh, and Sunday I will be back on the Ravens. I hate this nigga, bro. Come on. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm done. I don't got nothing to add, bro. It's World Cup time, basically. So I'm going for American nigga, but I'm going for England. You feel me? Fuck America. What happened to uh Oh, it's this night. I'm out. that's my bomb trip, but I thought that's the last question. What happened to what? I'm not even gonna ask it on live because I don't want to. Oh, for sure. But anywho, well, all right, brother. Well, Steeler football Thursday night, people. We got the Browns. We are underdogs against the Browns. I think it's three points, three and a half points. Underdogs against the Browns. And then LSU is like 31 and a half point favorites against New Mexico this week. I'm not really worried about that. Uh, but hopefully, we can come back here next week and uh, celebrate two wins. So, with that being said, make sure y'all follow Big Bet Sports on all social medias as usual. Make sure y'all tap in on all your podcast platforms while you're in the car cruising to your job that you don't want to go to. Tap in and get that good rant from us, brother. We appreciate y'all for that. Oh, my. This boy can rant. I promise you. Yeah. <laughs> hey. If y'all see how many times this nigga tell me rap. <laughs> all right, y'all. We oh, out. <laughs>